Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and GEICO is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to GEICO.com or contact your local agent today. Hello, and thank you for joining Destiny Talk Show. Today we're speaking concerning our dry places in our life, that place where you don't know what to do, you don't know how to do it, and you fail to reach God concerning the situation. Um, The carnal mind begins to take over, the fear begins to take over, instead of allowing the Holy Spirit to take over and give you the answers that you need. Coming out of our dry places is very important because it will hinder us from God and and listening and hearing what he has to say to us through his word. So in order for us to come out of our dry places, we have to be in the presence of the Lord. Father, we thank you right now. We give you praise. We give you glory and we give you honor. Oh God, we thank you. Oh God, because tonight we will come out of our dry places tonight. Oh God, we will rebuke every negative thought that we may have concerning our situations, God, and we will give you praise and glory to help us to come out of whatever it is that is happening right now. We give you honor, O God, in Jesus' name. So when we're trying to come out of our dry place, we must keep our eyes on God. We must focus on the word of God because other than that, we will be fighting for a while to come out because our flesh cannot help us come out of a dry place because it's our flesh that's in that dry place. So the word of God tells us in Ephesians 1, in 18, the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that ye may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us word who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places for uh, far above all principalities and powers and might and dominion and every name that is named not only in the world but also in that which is to come so as god is encouraging us that the eyes of your understanding being enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling So that right there is getting us out of our dry place because we need to understand the hope of his calling and we need to understand that our eyes of understanding may be enlightened through his word because our carnal mind cannot help us with enlightenment in the spirit realm. They are not, they are against each other. So when you're in a dry place in Christ, I mean, when you're in a dry place and you begin to realize that this is a very serious situation. You know, let's example, your rent is due. And this is very serious because you got eviction coming up 
and you don't understand how to get out of it and you're trying to figure out how you even got into it because you work every day and you're trying to put the money together monthly, but it's just not matching up and you haven't bought anything, you haven't done anything to cause this problem to happen. So God is saying he wants our eyes enlightened to the fact that he has all power, he has all knowledge and wisdom of everything. But when we go into our carnal mind, which is against Christ, we begin to realize that in the beginning, we didn't, we, we knew the month was coming. In the middle, we knew we didn't have the money. And at the end, we're gonna get evicted. That's the process in the carnal mind. But God is letting us know in the spiritual realm of where he dwells, there's another answer that's possible if we begin to acknowledge him and seek his face. So when we go into our secret place with Christ, according to this situation that we found ourselves in, he will allow us to get the information we need to bring us out. Meaning your secret place is where you begin to worship God and acknowledge who he is. Your secret place is not where you begin to complain, bring your problems to God and wonder what he's going to do about it. But your secret place is that place where you put your your nice worship music on, whatever you like, and you begin to worship God. You sit there and you give him his honor and his glory. You sing the songs back to him that you're worshiping him with. And you begin to acknowledge who he is in your life, what he has done in the past and what he will do even in your situation now and after. And you will find yourself not crying anymore because the situation in a dry place is so heavy on your heart, so painful that you need God's secret place to get you out of it. So as you're worshiping and the tears begin to flow and you could feel the pain in your body like it was a physical thing and you begin to worship God, God will allow the Holy Spirit to come in and break up that ground that is so strong right now in that situation that has put you in that dry place. He will allow the Holy Spirit to give you the peace that you need in order for you to hear what he's saying to you in this situation. So as you're in that worship mode, in the secret place with God, and he begins to answer the problem. Because the God is not a problem because he's God. And he know exactly what you need. You just don't know what you need because you're in your carnal mind and you are thinking this is doom. The carnal mind will never encourage you. The carnal mind will never come to an end that glorifies God. So you'll go to, it's the beginning of the month, God. I know I need the money and I'm working hard on the money. Just help me forget the money, God. Then comes the middle of the month. Oh my goodness. Now I got the eviction notice. Now I really don't know what to do. Because in the middle of the month, you got two weeks left until the end of the month. So now you're going to God and saying, God, I got two days to to get it together, to find the money. What's going on? So your carnal mind, it jumps in and it says, you know what? Go ahead and pack stuff. It's over. It's done. Nothing's going to happen because it's two days. Where is this money coming from? How is the situation is going to happen? And in the spirit realm, he's saying, I got you. Don't worry. Come back and fellowship with me. Come back and love on me. And I got you. 
because you're going to stay positive because your eyes will be enlightened. Your spiritual eyes will become open to this situation. This will be a growing. This will be a testimony for you. Come and fellowship with me and, and give it all to me that I may bring you out. So you're warring against the two thoughts because you're looking at things as a reality of what they are. And you're looking in a spiritual realm for the impossible to happen. And, and what do you do? It's like standing there and Pharaoh is coming and, and the Red Sea is in front of you and you're thinking to yourself, what do I do? Anytime you find yourself in situations like that, it's always the spirit realm that should win. Why? Because God is the answer. Your carnal mind cannot do anything for you supernaturally. Your carnal mind cannot even answer. All it tells you is doom. You know, you're going to drown. Pharaoh's about to take you back to, the, you know, whatever. But you have to stay in the spirit of God in order to get the answer that you need in your situation. Throw you, God will throw you a lifeline real quick in the spirit realm and get you out of it. Your carnal mind cannot throw you a lifeline. So he's saying, I'm going to enlighten your spiritual eyes out of this dry place that you may be free. But we have to pray to God. Seek his face. Even if it's two days out, seek his face. Because he's the miracle worker. He's the one that does the impossible. Stay and live in your secret place. And once you find out how to be in your secret place, always set time aside for that secret place because your body will feel, your spiritual man will crave that time. And he will let you, spirit will let you know it's time for you to commune. It's time for you to get directions and destiny talking. Everything that you will need is in that secret place. So you begin to go to God and you'll find yourself not even crying after so many times in God's presence because he wants you to know that that pain, he has it. He wants you to know that that answer, he has it. Just come in and spend time with him. And sometimes when you begin to do that, God will begin to give you visions and he will begin to give you things that that you don't even know about. And he'll sometimes even show you a glimpse of who he is and then he'll go away and he'll peek back out. And you're like, well, God, why did you not show me the whole vision or the whole um, answer or whatever you're trying to show me? But God is growing you into his presence when he does that. He's not trying to hide and seek from you, but he's giving you a little bit at a time. So one, you can get accustomed to it and know who he is and know his voice and know the presence of who he is. And then it, he will begin to grow and you keep the carnal mind out of it and you worship him and you love him and you begin to grow and your spirit man is aware and your eyes become open spiritually to the heavenly things that's going on around you that you didn't know before. So now the next time something comes up, you know to run to the presence of God and not to hear the voices that are around you and not to begin to listen to the things that's trying to steer you in the wrong direction of what God is doing in your life. Because it's all about growth. It's all about getting into the presence of God and knowing who he is. Because we're all here on assignment. We're all here to do the work of God. And that is to worship him. That is to love on him. We need that divine power from God. Because if we're made, not, not if, but when we are made or since we are made a little lower than the angels, that means the power is in us. We are made in God's image. So the power of who he is is already in us. It's not something that needs to be given to us. We were created with it, which means it needs to be activated in the secret place, which means your destiny is waiting for you 
in the secret place. It's not waiting through your carnal mind. It's not waiting for you to only read the word or only repeat what the pastors have said. But it's that time that you spend with God, no matter how long it takes to get into that place where you find out spiritually what's going on. That secret place is a very important place in our lives. We are lower, a little bit lower than the angels, which means there's a lot of stuff in us that needs to be activated by the Holy Spirit. We're always praying, what's my destiny? What's my call? Well, when you get into your secret place, that's where you find all of that out. And that's where your power increases at is in the secret place but we think singing songs about the anointing anointing fall on me those things is good but the actual anointing is in you and wants to come out to be activated through the holy spirit and that's when we begin to know the word of god because if he give it to you and you don't know the word of god you will fall if he give it to you and you don't have a secret place with him, that means you don't know him and know how to activate, know how to use it to where it will not put you to shame, embarrass you or anything else. So let us stay into that secret place and allow the eyes of your understanding to be enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling. And he will give us the inheritance of everything he has promised us because we pray and we'll say, God, I'm an inheritance. I got, you know, I have an inheritance with you. I have a covenant with you, but we're looking at him to fulfill his promise to us. But when we were created, we had a promise that we said to him was that we would worship and no other God would we worship. So we have to fulfill our part as well. So when you're in your dry place and you really just don't know. You don't know what to do. You don't know what to say. You're just blank. And that's okay. When you go into that secret place, you want to be blank because that way God can fill you with who he is. But do not go in there with fear and faith. You need faith only. Fear is destructive. Fear is a spirit that attaches itself to you and it will not leave until you rebuke that spirit. That spirit will hold on to you and tell you nothing is going to work out. And he will give you low self-esteem. He will make you feel like you are useless and lazy and never will accomplish anything in life. That's fear. Fear will tell you, don't get up there and, and do your first sermon because you know you're going to fail. And then God will be angry with you. The people will be looking at you pitifully. When God is saying, go out there by faith, you know the word, you know who I am and preach it. And as you begin to grow, he will begin to enlighten you with more things about who he is. Open up your heart, open up your eyes to who he is. Fear is very dangerous when you house it and you listen to it and you go and do the actions of fear. Fear will always hold you back from destiny. Fear will always hold you back from tomorrow. And God is saying, I want to bring you into tomorrow, into your future, into your destiny. And that is found in the secret place of God. You sit down and you begin to worship who he is and acknowledge everything he's done for you. Lean not unto your own understanding. It's against God. Your understanding of what's going on and what's happening is against God. You have to acknowledge him in everything you do. So we can stop repeating the same cycle over and over and over again, because when it comes up again, you can go back to God and say, God, here it is again. 
is like a generational thing coming up, coming up. Every time I try to do a promotion, every time I try to pay my rent, every time I try to get out of sickness, it's coming again. It's coming again, God. Why is it coming? And I'm spending time in your secret place. Why is it coming? And I'm praying. Why is it coming? I don't understand God. And he will let you know to come. To just come to him. And he has the answers for you. He has the peace that you need. He is the one that will rebuke anything that's trying to attack itself and attach itself to you. You have to trust in the Lord with everything that you have. Pour yourself unto him. Say, God, I give this situation to you as I give myself to you. He needs both of it. He don't need just one. He needs everything given to him and, and acknowledge who he is. And he will open your eyes that when it happens again, you will know how to fight because we're trying to fight in the carnal. We're trying to defeat the repeats in our lives through the carnal. And he's saying you cannot repeat, defeat the repeats in a carnal mind. So instead of allowing the repeats to come and come hit the stop button, don't let it come anymore. And the only way you can hit the stop button is through the Holy Spirit. So when it occurs and you see it coming through the spirit realm and you're like, uh oh, that's that fear building up because now you're connecting with that fear. You say, oh, oh, it's coming. It's coming. You're speaking it in. You're speaking it. And he's saying hit the stop button. So now everything ceases and you begin to go and you worship. So now God hits the stop button. And he works with you to get you out of that situation. And now you can acknowledge him and have a testimony even the more now because he's done it again. And he wants you to constantly, constantly acknowledge that he keep doing it and keep doing it. And if you have a situation that's impossible, you think your mind, your carnality has told you it's impossible. Pharaoh is behind you and the Red Sea is coming, but you're holding on in the middle to the promise of both the things that are happening right now. And you're saying to yourself, what am I going to do? Do I go back with Pharaoh? Do I die with Pharaoh? Or am I going to take myself across this Red Sea to the other land, to the promised land that God has promised me? And you can only get through that is through your secret place with God, knowing who he is, knowing the word of God and connecting with the Holy Spirit, because Pharaoh is not going to stop coming. He's going to keep coming as long as you allow him to come through your carnal mind. You have to connect to the word of God in order to stop Pharaoh. Hit the stop button and God will hit the stop button. You hit the fear button and God is out because Fear is not who he is. That's another spirit. Fear is a whole nother spirit that, that God got to deal with and help you deal with. So hit the stop button through the spirit realm, through the Holy Spirit and rebuke what's about to go on. Pharaoh, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. You will not. You will not come into my life with your negativity. You will not come into my life with death and fear and anger against God. You will not. I hit the stop button now. And God, because you have now glorified who he is in your life, will hit that stop button with you. And Pharaoh is now gone. The Red Sea is now parted and you are on your way to the promised land. So now God is glorified. You're happy, stress free. No more pain, no more tears. You can go into your secret place, worshiping not only what he just did for you, but what he has done in the past. We have to stop 
stop ourselves from thinking carnally about Pharaoh and about the Red Sea. We have to stop and we have to believe the word of God when he says all things are possible. When he says that whatever you're seeing in the natural, believe it and it shall come to pass. What are we doing in our situations that will cause us to believe carnally more than spiritually? And it's because we are not spending the time with God that we need to in order for things to work out according to the good of God and the promises of who he is in our lives. So when we begin to look at 21 and is letting us know far above all principalities, all power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in the world, but also in that which is to come. So Christ is exalted, sitting high above every name there is, all principality and power and might and dominion. So he's letting us know right there, he got us. He's letting us know right there that he's above all of that. Any name you can name, he's above it. So why would you have fear in your prayers about something that Christ is already above, that Christ has already defeated? And then he lets us know that we sit right below the angels, which means there is power in us. We are created in the image of God. So when we look like, talk like, walk like God, we have the power of God through the Holy Spirit through Christ in us. So why are we sitting in fear about something we already have been given power over? Because we are a little bit lower than the angels. So with that in mind, and God loves us so much that he allows himself to be in us. Why is there fear? Why is there questions concerning what God can do in our lives? And that is because we are not spending that time with him that we're supposed to spend. We are not getting the knowledge and understanding and truth of who he is in our lives in order for us to have the same image of God. Because when you're in the secret place, God begins to see himself in you. And that's what you want. You want him to see himself in you worshiping because you're one. We are one with him. We look like him. We should be talking like him. We should be doing everything like Christ because we are his image. When we connect to the image of God that he created us to be, we are now dwelling in that secret place that he will reveal things to us that he's not revealed to anyone else because we are now walking according to him. Jesus said, I only do what my father does. He raised his hand. I raise my hand. He speak. I speak. He don't speak. I don't speak. That's how we are supposed to be in Christ. We are supposed to be in Christ that same way as the image of Christ. The power is already in us. It needs to be activated through the Holy Spirit. The destiny is already in us. The knowledge of who God is is already in us. We just have to activate it in the secret place with the Holy Spirit and the word of God. But we're not doing that because we don't know who he is in us through us. When God says speak, we speak. When God says be silent, we be silent. Why? Because we're his image. Because we have his power in us, through us. 
So when we begin to act like him and do like him and say like him, we are now pleasing the father. We are now glorifying who he is outwardly to others that want to be in Christ or drawing them into Christ. But as long as we have fear and carnality, we are not showing the image of Christ creation. We are showing the image of fear and doubt and shame. And we are listening to that fear and that doubt and that shame. So we have to walk according to who he is in order to come out of the dry place. He hasn't forgotten about you. He hasn't turned his back on you. If you don't know who he is, you've turned your back. Why? Because you're not allowing him to be God. And you're not showing him that you're his image. So this week, as we go through this week, we are to set time aside for Christ. We are to set time aside and just worship. And watch how many things of fear will fall off of us. How many things that distract us will go away and we will see the power and the glory of God in our lives when we do this. He wants to show us that he sit above everything we are going through. Principalities of power and might and dominion and anything, anything and everything that name or is named. In this world, he's letting us know he doesn't want us to die not knowing him because it's death not to know him because now we switch over to carnal. This is not a physical death. This is a spiritual death that we will experience in our lives and we have power in us through us. We have power because we were made in his image. We have power because we're a little bit lower than the angels, but we wouldn't know that. If we didn't read the word, we will never know the power that we have and God has invested in us if we don't spend that time with him. So this week, I challenge you to spend some time in the secret place, not to complain, not to say how much he's not doing, but just to worship, just to let him know how much you love him and how much you care and appreciate what he has done and is doing in the in your life because there's so many things you can be thankful for so many things that you can begin to talk to him about whatever is going on take it to the lord not to your friends not to your neighbor but begin to take it to him that he may begin to bring us out of what we are going through and there is a lot that we are going through in this world right now a lot being thrown at us every single day And let us begin to bless him for who he is in our lives and acknowledge him in all our ways. Before you step and do anything, acknowledge Christ and know who he is according to his word. For in Psalms 8 and 5, you have made them a little lower than the angels and crowned them with glory and honor. So God has invested a lot into us. And he has said that I love my creation. Why would he love us so much and put so much power and anointing in us that we don't even search out how to activate it in our lives? And it's only by a relationship and communication with him. 
He just wants us to come and worship and find out who he is on a more spiritual, personal level with him. And then we will be able to go out in the world and show them who he is, not who we are. When he gave us that, that anointing, he activated, activated through the Holy Spirit. And we will be able to go out and show the world who he is. So we thank God tonight for his word and his promises that he have made to us. Commitment, covenant. But we're the ones that's not connecting with the covenant. We're the ones that's not connecting with the promise. We're the ones that don't know his indwelling of what he wants from us. We are created and made like him. He will take you out of that dry place so quick when you begin to know who he is and not have fear in any part of the situations in your life. Father, we thank you right now, oh God. We know, God, that we're coming out of our, our dry places through your word. We know, God, that your Holy Spirit will come and give us the peace that we need through our dry places because we're coming out, God, of the dry place and Pharaoh will not take us back. Pharaoh will not be the end of our lives, but that we will stand on your word and cross the Red Sea. Even when it looks impossible, we're going to cross it. Even when it looks like we can't make it, we are going to make it, oh God. And we trust you right now for everything that's in our lives that is negative. We would no more think carnally, but God, we will go before you spiritually and we will fight this war, not with a carnal mind, but with a spiritual mind, oh God, that we may win and never, ever, ever see that situation again. Or if it comes, we will be able to defeat it the next time because we know who you are. God, we will hit the stop button and we will stop thinking carnally, but we will begin to praise you for who you are in the secret place as you begin to speak to us this night, oh God, and show us who you are in this night. God, we thank you. We love you. We appreciate you. Oh God, and we give you all the glory. And for your glory, I will do anything, oh God. Even when I say no through my mouth, I will say yes in my spirit. And I will always yield to you, oh God. So forgive me, oh God, for saying no this week. And Lord, I praise you right now, oh God, because I know my answer will always be yes to you. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Geico asks, how would you love a chance to save some money on insurance? Of course you would. And when it comes to great rates on insurance, Geico can help. Like with insurance for your car, truck, motorcycle, boat, and RV. Even help with homeowners or renters coverage. Plus, add an easy-to-use mobile app, available 24-hour roadside assistance and more, and Geico is an easy choice. Switch today and see all the ways you could save. It's easy. Simply go to geico.com or contact your local agent today. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.